Welcome to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. Good morning and happy Sunday to everyone. It is certainly a delight to be here in the sanctuary. It's a delight to welcome those that are joining us in our global community on Facebook Live, as well as all of our YouTube subscribers and our thousands of podcast listeners from around the world. So welcome everyone, everywhere, because wherever you are, you are welcome here. And we are so grateful that you chose Portland Center for Spiritual Living as your source of spiritual nourishment here today. So we're beginning a new series today. And this month's featured book is Love and Law, The Unpublished Teachings. Now I have to share with you, this is the very first time that I've ever read a book that is wholly transcripts of lectures that Ernest Holmes gave. And so it's a whole different kind of read and it's very fascinating to follow how he delivered his presentations. And this book consists of three different series of talks on fundamental metaphysics that he delivered uh, in the early 20th century. And so in order for us to have a shared understanding of the definition of fundamental metaphysics, let's take a look at the word metaphysical. What it means is above and away from the physical. And our theme this month is beyond appearances. So we're moving away from all that is seen and that what we experience in the physical world and we're moving into that which is unseen yet is always at work in our life. And in our message today, mind your own business. Now we could say mind your own business or mind your own business because mind is all there is. So we're gaining clarity on knowing from a metaphysical perspective, what is ours to do? So when we use the word knowing, we're not talking about knowledge and book learning. We're talking about spiritual knowing, which is way beyond head knowledge. So to know spiritually is to perceive with absolute certainty. It is to understand with great clarity, and it is to have a clear and definite perception of truth, a fact that something actually exists and that that something is mind. It also is to know mind exists in a way that extinguishes all doubt, all uncertainty of its existence. And from a science of mind perspective, to know is the conscious awareness. That means I'm consciously choosing my thoughts. The certainty that there is a presence that is love, there is a power that is law residing at the center of our being. And this is the exciting part. It's ready it's willing, it's able to come forth into manifestation 
at our command. And so our author outlines three specific things for us to know from a metaphysical perspective in order for us to be our best self and to demonstrate dominion over our life experience. Don't you love that word, dominion? I just love that word. Okay, so there's three specific things. The first is something that I call a twofer. How many of us are familiar with the word twofer? I first came across that phrase when my uh, sister and her husband lived in Las Vegas. And when I would go to visit, he would pull out all of his coupons and he goes, oh, we have twofers for the buffet at the Luxor. And so a twofer is buy one, get one free. Well, this is a twofer in that it has two parts. So the first thing for us to know metaphysically is know that all is mind and that the activity of mind is thought. So know that everything in the seen and the unseen world is mind and that the activity of mind is thought. So that's number one. Number two, know that you are the thinker. Feeling the responsibility of that? <laughs> and then three, know that mind takes up your thought and creates it. And so our job is to remember that we are the thinker. So let's get started on the metaphysical approach to knowing what is ours to do so we can have internal freedom, we can be our best self, and we can experience dominion in our life. So 1A, know all is mind. Ernest Holmes tells us that in the metaphysics, when we study metaphysics, we are studying the activity of mind, that one indestructible, absolute, self-existent cause. It is the one mind in which we live, move, and have our being. There is absolutely no separation from one mind and our existence. We are literally swimming in it. We are moving in it. We are of it. And I would like to share how he emphasizes this. And when I say that he emphasizes, he's very emphatic about this. So this is on page 48 in Love and Law. There is one and not two. Never forget that. Anywhere in the universe, just one. That one life is the substance of everything. It is one in unity, but multiple in manifestation. It is one substance from which an infinite variety of different things come. But every one of those things is made out of one thing. Now that one life and intelligence and creative power operates through me. So the first and foremost thing is to know that one mind, it is absolute, is self-existent, it is all that is. And that second part of that is that it operates through each of us. And we can think of the wisdom of St. Augustine that puts it a little bit differently. So God is like a circle whose circumference is nowhere, whose center is everywhere. So each of us is a center point 
in the mind of God. And so there is one mind, it is operating in, through, and as us, and we are to think of ourselves as that center point in divine living intelligence. And that brings us to the activity of mind. This is part two of the first. Ernest tells us to think of our consciousness as an activity of mind. Our consciousness is an activity of mind. And that the greatest activity of mind is through each of us, the human instrument. What he shares in this book is we are the activity of God in expression. Here's what Ernest is saying. He is saying we are the activity of God in expression. There's one power, infinite, operating always, producing eternally, always creating and flowing through you and me at the level of our consciousness. Now that's the big thing at the level of our consciousness. And he also brought this point forward in, our, in the science of mind statement of belief. We believe that universal spirit, which is God, operates through universal mind, which is the law of God, and that we are surrounded by this creative mind, which receives the direct impress of our thought and acts upon it. Which takes us to our second point, but let's just review the first thing for us to know from a metaphysical perspective is to know that all is mind, there's one mind and only one, and to know that the activity of one mind is thought and that our Individual consciousness is an activity in the mind of God. And that leads us to know that you are the thinker. So we have the freedom to think and to make conscious choices. And here's what's important about knowing that our consciousness is an activity in the mind of God, is that we are spiritual beings, that activity of God in expression, we are the place where God shows up, our inside world, our consciousness is what determines our reality and what we experience in the external world. And if we want to take a look at a specific how-to, in mastering being uh, or knowing that we are the thinker, we can look at some very, very wise words from the master teacher, Jesus the Christ. In his sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, he said, seek first the kingdom of God. So for us to know that we are the thinker and to be a master, seek first the kingdom of God. Now what science of mind teaches about the kingdom is that it is not a place. It's not some place that we're going after we transition from this physical environment. What science of mind teaches is that the kingdom resides within in our deepest authentic self. Heaven and hell are states of mind that we experience 
right here on earth, the thoughts we think and the attitudes we hold. And so when Jesus' words guided us, seek first the kingdom, Jesus is guiding us to right thinking. And what does right thinking look like? Love opens the door to heaven. Fear puts us on the path to hell. And at any given moment, we hold the key, we get to choose because we are the thinker. So we get to choose whether our thoughts are creating heaven based on our thoughts of love or creating hell by choosing fear. And Ernest Holmes also gives us a guide in how we can be a master at knowing that we are the thinker. He encourages us to use self-contemplation and ask ourselves, are you thinking right? So what am I thinking in this now moment? And just what is right thinking? It is thoughts of God. It's God's life is my life. God's love is my love. God's power is my power. God's presence is my presence. God's peace is my presence. God's beauty, wisdom, joy, perfection, divine right order, joy. All of these are attributes of God. And when we think, seek first the kingdom of God, when we think on the attributes of God, we are aligning our thinking with that and we are making conscious choices that are more in alignment with love, which is the essence of spirit, and therefore we are creating heaven on earth. And so when we think about God, we experience more life. We experience more abundance. We experience more power, more peace, more joy, more perfection, because what we focus on expands. The universe expands. And so whatever we focus on, the universe expands that. And so the second thing for each of us to know from a metaphysical perspective in order to be our best self and to demonstrate dominion in our life is know that you are the thinker. Seek first the kingdom. That moves to our third point. Know mind takes up your thought and creates it. Mind takes up your thought and creates it. In our statement of what we believe, the universal mind receives the direct impress of our thought and manifests it. So this is kind of good news and bad news. <laughs> it's what Ernest called the eternal correspondence of the one mind. So eternal correspondence. He states, quote, creative principle, mind, works through our consciousness. There is something that corresponds with every belief, no matter what the belief is. So whatever we identify ourselves with, we become. Whatever we think becomes a subconscious pattern always tending to manifest in our outer experience. So the more we think a thought, the more we internalize it, the more it becomes this mighty magnet that draws to us external experiences that correspond with that thought. 
And so our ability to demonstrate in our affairs is dependent absolutely upon what is in our mind right now. And Jesus, the master truth teacher, stated it this way. It is done unto you as you believe. Not what you wish for, not what you hope for, not what your intelligence is saying that is a should and what should happen. It is as we believe. It's all of those thoughts that we've held in mind that are in our subconscious that is that magnet that is drawing to us that which we have been thinking. So Ernest provides a whole lot of encouragement for us because it, it, there's a lot of information in this book, but he also gives a lot of encouragement as we develop our consciousness because, of course, he's encouraging us to be patient with ourselves, to persevere and allow our consciousness to do exactly what Sean said in our prayer this morning, to expand. Because, of course, as we expand our consciousness, we're letting more of that which already exists in. And so here's what he shares uh, with us about being good to ourselves. First, he says, be in good terms with yourself. Be gentle as you get yourself on the path again and again and again and again. So we may not get it right the first time. We may stumble. We may fall. And it's totally okay. We cannot get it wrong because we are fully supported by the love that is the truth of God. We are fully supported by that. So be gentle with ourselves. And he says, give yourself a chance, meaning never ever condemn or criticize yourself. Allow yourself to be a beginner. Allow yourself to try something new. Maybe it's affirmations. Maybe it's denials. Maybe it's taking an Emma Curtis Hopkins class. Maybe it's learning more about essential Ernest Holmes. Maybe it's spiritual practice or meditation. He's saying be gentle with yourself and give yourself a chance. Don't criticize your initial efforts. You know, we're given eternal opportunities for do-overs. You know, if we don't get it right, there's going to be a feedback that comes back. It's going to be our experience. We're not going to like it. And we're going to say, oh, well, maybe I need to try something different. And then he also emphasizes something very important, and that is forgive yourself of any wrong that you have ever, ever done. No matter what it is, forgive yourself. And so the activity that I'm encouraging each of us to practice at home this week is something from the fear to faith process. And that is that we affirm, I forgive, and put your name, so I forgive Marilyn no matter what she has done. So forgive yourself. I forgive, put your name in there, no matter what and whatever your personal pronoun is, put that in there. Then the second piece is, I release my need to criticize. I release my need to criticize. And the third piece is name and claim that God quality that you want. I am the power that God is. I am the peace that God is. I am the abundance that God is. I am the love that God is. So it's a three-step. 
I forgive Marilyn no matter what she has done. I release my need to criticize. I am the and whatever the God quality is that you're affirming for the experience that you want in your life. So for example, if you want greater harmony in a relationship, I am the peace God is. If there's greater abundance, I am the abundance God is. Do you see how that works? So you get to name and claim. Remember, you're the thinker. You get to choose. And so the third thing for us to remember to actually to know from a metaphysical perspective, in order for us, why? I mean, this is the why, what's in it for me, in order for us to be our best self and to experience dominion in our life is know that mind takes up our thought and creates it. So we, it isn't that we're forcing anything, we're not making anything happen, all of the work is done internally. And as we're doing that, then we, the inspiration comes to do the right next thing, which I call inspired action. So what we're literally doing in this three steps of knowingness is we are stopping the insanity of do, 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 do out here in the outer world. And we're taking time to go within and to do the internal work, to allow our consciousness to expand, to actually accept more of the good that is already there in our consciousness. And as our consciousness expands, it shows up in our environment. We don't have the responsibility for making it happen in the outer world. Everything is internal, and that's why this month our focus is beyond appearances. So let's quickly summarize so that we can celebrate an internal freedom, that freedom that is free of any kind of inner bondage from fear and separation. We can all raise our lamp, just like Lady Liberty, declare and stand for truth, shining our brilliance. What are the three things for us to know from a metaphysical perspective? One, know that all is mind and that the activity of mind is thought. Know that all is mind and the activity of mind is thought. Know that you are the thinker. And the uh, inspiration from the great master teacher Jesus is seek first the kingdom. And the third thing to know from a spiritual perspective, from a metaphysical perspective, is know that mind takes up your thought and creates it. It is done unto you as you believe. So three things for that freedom from any sense of fear, separation, or bondage. So let us pray. Mm, right here. Opening our mind and heart bringing our full awareness to this now moment, recognizing one mind of infinite intelligence, the absolute, the ever self-givingness of spirit, the love that is the presence of spirit, the law that is the creative power of the one mind, recognizing this one mind is all there is.
and I know that I am of it. Its presence is my presence. Its power is my power. Every aspect, every quality of the one mind is the truth of my being, for I am of it. And as that is true for me, I know it to be the absolute truth for each person who hears this prayer. This is the truth of the human experience, each a part of the one mind, each with that creative power to rise above any form of bondage and to create a life that is fulfilling. And so I claim and affirm and I speak my word for and about each person that on this day there is a willingness to embrace an internal freedom. There is a willingness to let go of fear and to turn towards love, to make that conscious choice to think thoughts of love, to think life-affirming thoughts in ways that expand individual personal experience. This expansion is more life, more good, more abundance, more peace, more love, all of it because of the internal acceptance of spirit, acceptance of the one mind, and allowing it to do its work, to be the creative power in our life. And so I am so grateful for the truth that God, the one mind, is all there is, that it is love, this is its presence, it is power, this is the law, and that each of us is of it. Its presence, its power, is the truth of our being. And I place my word into the activity and action of the law, that law that is the creative power, that is ever, ever, ever creating and is always saying yes, and together we say, and so it is. Thank you for being here today, for joining us on Facebook Live, and for those who see us on YouTube. We are so glad you join us, and now is our time of conscious giving. And if you're online, you can go to cslportland.org and locate, scroll down, on the right-hand side, there's a donate button, and you can pay via PayPal, credit card. You can also use the Tithely app, and we really do appreciate all of your contributions. It's been a struggle. It's been challenging as we move through COVID, and yet here we are, and we're so excited. So if you're online, I encourage you to go online and make a donation. And I invite our ushers to come forward to collect the blessings here in our sanctuary. Thank you, Susan. Appreciate you bringing up our gifts. So on behalf of the Portland Center for Spiritual Living, I accept these gifts, knowing that as we circulate them, as we pay our bills, as we contribute to our community, as these gifts go out into the world to create a world that works for everyone, each person is blessed in the giving each person blessed in the receiving. And please know 
that today we're celebrating freedom from an internal kind of bondage, but sometimes it's a little bit challenging letting go of some of those old thought and behavior patterns. So I'm encouraging you, if you're having any challenges, we are here to support you in prayer. If you're here in the sanctuary, uh, we have newly licensed Nadine Mahler at our uh, Ministry of Prayer table. You can fill out a prayer request card, place it in the prayer box, and that goes to our ecclesiastical team, and we pray for an entire week, the entire ecclesiastical team. For those of us joining us online, there's prayer support available. Just go to the bottom of, of the webpage, cslportland.org. There's a place that says submit a prayer request. Click on that and submit your prayer request. It automatically goes to the email box of every single person on our ecclesiastical team. That's all of our licensed practitioners and our ministers. So know that we are here to provide spiritual support in the form of prayer. And you know what Jesus said? Ask and it is given, so you got to ask. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, You are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.